young black. Young black. A young black. Black. Black equestrian. 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 Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. I'm a young black equestrian. I am a young black equestrian. <laughs>Thank you so much for this review from Chandler Dressage. She says, I love how this podcast brings so many people together, educational in so many ways. Welcome to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your hosts, Abriana Johnson and Caitlin Gooch. Today on the screen, on the line with us, we have Jamila Sims. And if you don't know exactly who she is i'm sure you know her instagram account equestrian noir welcome jamila to the show thank you so much thank you for having me of course of course so we start every episode just sharing something that we are thankful for today so if you would like to get started and sharing something you're thankful for that'd be great i stand in constant appreciation of my health and of my family and of my friends. That is a day-to-day thing that I just constantly stand in appreciation for. So I have to say that those are probably my top three. Mm-hmm. That's good, that's good. Caitlin, what are you thankful for? I am thankful for my husband. He has been holding it down with the baby so I can go and do all these things for Saddle Up and Read. He's been really supportive, so I'm happy that he is here and he's my partner in all of this. Um, I, what I thought of uh, is not nearly as, um, you know, heartfelt, but I am thankful for the fact that I had cleaning supplies on hand because my dog is having a situation. Oh no. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just glad I had cleaning supplies to get it up before this episode started because... Is, is it a puppy? No. He is far uh-huh. from a puppy. <laughs> he is grown. He's grown, <laughs> but he goes outside and he eats Lord knows what, and he does not uh, have an iron stomach. So uh, I didn't even realize his breakfast was in the yard. Like he's uh, having, he's just vomiting. I don't know. Uh, but, I locked them in my room because there's no windows. Like they can't see people go up and down the driveway so they don't bark. But then he goes in my room and I'm like, okay, well. Well, I'm, I'm happy that you had cleaning supplies also. Yes, yes, me too. So that's what I'm thankful for <laughs> right in this moment. <laughs> that's hilarious. So we will go ahead and get started. Briefly, tell us about yourself, where you're located, and like how you even got into horses. So my story is actually really interesting. Um, I am originally from Wisconsin. I know you don't meet very many Black people from Wisconsin, but I am originally from Wisconsin. I went to school in New Orleans and then kind of stayed in the South after that. So my family did this like mass reverse migration back to the South. So now like everybody lives in the Atlanta area. Mm-hmm. And I recently took a new job in Charlotte in January. So I moved to Charlotte. North Carolina! So I am in North Carolina. So that's where I am today is joining you from Charlotte. Um, so Equestrian Noir started because I have 
been in the corporate environment for my entire career. And, you know, although I love the work that I do, it does not provide me with a creative outlet at all. So, um, so yeah, so I got a group of creative women together. I had a really dope hairstylist. I had an extremely talented uh, photographer and a few makeup artist friends. And I just kind of said, ladies, I realize there are only so many bobs that can be done in a week, so many weddings that you might want to shoot, so many Kim Kardashian beats that you want to do. What's something that you've always wanted to do if you had to stretch your creativity and imagination and just go wild with it? And from there spawned Equestrian Noir. My only requirement was that we always incorporate a horse. And, um, and we just like take the photographs to the next level. I absolutely did not want to be a girl standing next to horse. I wanted something really new and really innovative and super creative. So that's the root of Equestrian Noir. And I actually just realized I didn't answer your question. That was about me riding horses. So sorry. That's okay. It doesn't so sorry. I, didn't, I realized I didn't answer the question at all. I just like took it in a whole nother direction. Um, so I can answer that one now if you guys want me to. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So I actually started riding two years ago, believe it or not. And uh, unlike most women who are like beating their husbands and boyfriends over the head to get them to ride, I started dating a man who actually has been a rider his entire life. His mom was an equestrian. And so when we started dating, it was sort of a slow roll of like, oh, my mom has a horse. Do you want to sit on his back? You know, <laughs> and then from there, um, for my birthday one year, he surprised me with a horse. And that's where we kind of went. I just took lessons. I take weekly lessons and I do a lot of writing. And that that was kind of how I started writing is just with with a man who was very passionate about horses and I've always loved animals. So it kind of just worked. That, these men, no one. That out <laughs> these men. Right before you, we had an uh, a interview where there was a, a proposal the ring was on the reins and so he went to hand and I was like oh my god so she had so the sweet. ring and the horse yeah the oh, ring and the ring. horse yeah <laughs> yeah he bought the horse and then handed her the rain that's very precious sweet. absolutely precious thank you um, but but that is that is cool so we already started talking about equestrian noir that is like love 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 everything you. about the work that you guys are doing so so you started i mean i was just absorbing it and then we went back so i'm like i'm having to replay it in my head i'm so stuck on the my mind is like okay she's in north carolina when we going to see right. you we yeah, yeah. Yeah. we have yeah. ideas too <laughs> yes trail show her your hat <laughs> Okay, so I will come with you somewhere to do a shoot just to wear my hat. What's your hat? You just made this last night. <laughs> she got I'm be waiting extra because it's extra. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Yes. Where Where are you gonna wear the? Oh wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. I have a photo shoot this weekend. 
Good job. Okay, my only question is this. I'm fearing for your safety. Are you going to get kicked in the head for this hat? Oh, I'm not going to be on the horse. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I could. <laughs> you don't know what's on them on the back. I don't think my horse would appreciate that hat at all. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm definitely going to go practice. But I think you need like some desensitization. Time yeah, with yeah, your yeah. We'll work on that. He's, <laughs> I've, I've put him through a lot worse. Um, it'll be fine. But yeah, yeah. I'll it's not a cow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as it's not well, a cow. I have cow. I have cow experiences also. That's never a good look. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no. no, but if you ever need it, the hat, I will keep that in mind. Like I said, it's kind of like an umbrella. You have to like introduce the horse to it a couple times before. Oh my goodness. We did a reading for Saddle Up and Read. And I think we had brought out like the red foldable chair and the horses were like, what is that? Exactly. It's, that? Like, it's, a, it's a lion. It's a bear. Yeah. Yeah. And then we sat on it and they were like, Okay, you're amazing. You killed. <laughs> you did not get consumed, so I guess it's okay. Right, right. Horses are hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Scary, super scary creatures. Yeah, yeah. All right. A question, Noir. Mm-hmm. How? So you got these women together. Were they all based in the Atlanta area? They were. So, you know, I like I said, it was my hairstylist. I had a couple of makeup artists, and I just wanted to pull together a team because I realized that it wouldn't be just about me. Like I had a desire to do something creative with my time, and I really, through my love of horses, wanted to do something really creative with horses. But I didn't want it to be singularly like, what can Jamila get out of this? I wanted it to be like, if you're a makeup artist, like you have to have some something wild that you've always wanted to do and didn't have the time or you know no one's paying you to do like something super crazy on their face so so yeah so i just pulled like this team of women together and we've been together for almost a year now it's basically the same group of women and i should throw out some names so rakan nicole is my my hairstylist and she makes all of my wigs from scratch she's absolutely amazing she makes them from hand um i recently did a shoot where she uh, use synthetic hair so she had to you can't dye synthetic hair so you almost have to like paint it so she like hand did all of the like painting and ombre with her hands like crazy and then my hairstylist or my I'm sorry my um, photographer is Janet Howard and she's absolutely amazing too the funny thing is she never really shot with horses before this so this has been sort of a a lesson for all of us of like how to get the ears to perk and how to get them to sort of pay attention. There are always tons of apples and carrots and plastic bags at the shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my makeup artist that I've used most, her name is uh, Candace, but she goes by Sweet Gloss. And she's like, I mean, the Victorian, it's just funny to me how we transition from one look to the, ne- the next. So the Victorian and the English were all shot on the same day, but you wouldn't know that just by looking at sort of like the makeup. Right. And then of course I have to say my, my boyfriend is always my horse wrangler. So he does all of the grooming and all of the, you know, yelling at me about having proper shoes on and, you know, making sure that I'm not going to get stepped on or run away with my horse. So it's definitely a concerted effort across a lot of different, very talented people. That is awesome. Yeah. So, so you guys work together to come up with these concepts? 
So oftentimes we have, so yes. So oftentimes though, I'll throw out a theme. Like I want to do, um, well, let me, let me do this one. Cause it's the funniest, believe it or not, Lady Godiva was my mom's idea. And I was like, girl, naked? I was like, on a horse? Like, is that what we're doing? Is that? And she's yes. like, oh, I just think it would be fantastic. And of course, when I tell the hairstylist, she's like, I'm going to make this super long wig, mm -hmm. you know, and the makeup artist is like, I think you need to be sort of like very just like naturally, you know, made up. But that's the way that we do it. Like one person throws out an idea and we just sort of build the entire shoot around it. So most recently we did a 50s shoot um, and it was because the hairstylist wanted to do 1950s wigs. Um, so we built an entire shoot around that. Um, yeah, so just everybody, it's open to everyone to kind of throw out ideas and we build off of it that way. I love that. I yeah. agree too. That is so neat. That is so neat. I feel like, I, I mean, I guess, as someone who like gets pictures taken like it's usually like the other way around like um or it's, it's not as much of a collaborative effort it's like i the model want to do this you know and yeah. you have to kind of make it happen and find the people that uh can make that happen for you but i love the fact that you guys just work together and kind of cycle ideas through and you can like you can do whatever you want you, you can know? do whatever you want well I I think I'm only as strong as my team so mm -hmm. I can come up with some really great things but I don't want to stop anybody else's creativity because they may have something that I absolutely did not consider but is dope you know so I encourage everyone to come up with ideas. I always have like a running list. I have a whole notebook full of ideas, mm -hmm. but we're not limited to the things that are in that notebook. And I think that really like incentivizes and motivates everyone to continue to like push and push the envelope on what they want to do also. Right, right. And everybody has their own avenue, like in that creative space. And that's exactly right. It, it benefits everyone, you know, having that experience, like you said, doing something crazy that you never would have thought of because no. you're not with these people, you know, because you weren't with these people. So I think the other really cool part is that sometimes you don't even see what the person had. Like I send out a lookbook of like these are because I do nine, I do 99% of the styling. So these are the looks that I'm going for. These are the clothes that I've purchased or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you may not see the wig or have an idea of the makeup until the day of the shoot, which so it really is like, we're all trusting each other's creative process and creative genius. Mm -hmm. Although they see what the baseline is, I have no idea um, sometimes what it's going to look like. Right. But I trust, but I trust the team. I trust that that they are all very creative and that they'll put their best forward. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what yeah. does it look like on shoot day? Like, what do you guys kind of go through once you get there to the barn or whatever? And how, tell us about that process. So I will start by saying that I am a total type A organized individual. So I try to be as prescriptive of the looks and the shoots as possible. What I mean by that is I'll send out an agenda, 7 a.m., Kevin will be at the barn grooming horses. 
we'll meet at, you know, the, like whatever location at 8.30. Um, you have 30 minutes to set up. And then from there, it's just like, boom, boom, boom. Look one, this is the hair. This is the makeup. This is the outfit. You get 30 minutes to transition to the next shoot. And you just keep going down the line. Um, what we've learned most recently, because we did an all day shoot two weeks ago, and it was just 90 degrees and pretty grueling that as a group, we decided we cannot do more than like three looks in one day, because it's just, you start to get fatigued and it's just the energy, the energy yeah. of the group starts to decline over time. So if you keep it where you have like 45 minutes to shoot and 30 minutes to transition, everyone stays pretty engaged without just totally burning out. Mm -hmm. But we've had very, very small shoots where it's literally just me and the photographer and Kevin um, with helping with the horses. Last shoot that we had, were, it was like 20 people. So we've done like really large social distancing with all kinds of props and mm -hmm. four different horses and just crazy. Um, so it just depends on the, the theme and how elaborate we're trying to get. Mm -hmm. wow. wow. Yeah. So we've grown, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. it, and hoping to continue to grow over time. Just my goal is always to be like really authentic. I think that's what really drives me is the more detailed I can be, the more um, happy it makes me. So if I did like a Native American shoot, I would love to go out west somewhere and actually have on like authentic garb and, you know, just be in the real environment where that happens so that it's not like a parody of Native American, but it's like legitimately this is Native right. American. So that's where I hope to, to grow and evolve to where I have enough relationships and network. My network is large enough where we can get very authentic shoots. Yeah. So where do the photos go to? Well, so the cool thing is all of our artists for sale. We have a website, um, com, where we actually sell the art. And we've done a very good job with selling um, some of our smaller pieces. We did have one art show before COVID hit. Our goal was to actually have a, a personal sort of um, art opening in Atlanta, but because of COVID, we never did it. Um, we've also donated our pieces for auction. Um, we've done that. And recently a piece was purchased and donated to the Black Cowboy Museum in Texas, which was really awesome. So, so yeah, so right now it's been mostly focused on art and selling the art, but you know, moving forward, we'll see what it grows and develops into. There's, you know, the sky is kind of the limit. It's just a matter of like time. I mean, is everybody on the team has a full-time job. Right. So it's just a matter of like, how much time can we give and how far can you push it in that period of time? Mm -hmm. Right, that's cool. Yeah, you definitely like took Instagram by storm. <laughs> I, I know, like, it's crazy. Like I opened my account in January. I had no idea that it would like grow so authentically, so quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Such a blessing. Like I have to say that I, um, have been very impressed and really humbled by all of the support and love and feedback that we've received. It's been really awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my favorite part of it is that, um, like, we always talk about, like, representation and, you know, just being able to see, like, what 
what is possible um, for for kids, like people coming up after us. We're always saying, you know, we wish we, we aspire to be the people that we wish we had growing up, things like that. Right. And and I respect your work so much because it does it 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 has that sense of representation, like just for you being the model, but it also pushes it past that into the the what is possible. And it has, you know, all these different themes, like the, um, was it like, like a geisha or something mm. like that? You know, it gives a geisha look, but that's Victorian, I think. It oh, does give okay. geisha. It is interesting. It does give geisha, but it's Victorian. Okay, okay. Well, maybe they grew <laughs> up at the same time or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it just pushes it into that, that what is possible. And, you know, has people, like, looking back, going back in time, like, these not necessarily saying they did, but these people existed during this time. Yeah, That's what exactly. it feels like. That's um, exactly right. It does give a, a historic reference that you, I think the only thing about that, so I want to get authentic down to the point where it should have been a side saddle. It shouldn't have been like a in English, but you know, that's like a whole nother level of like, where do you even find a side saddle and things right. like that? So that's the level of authenticity I would love to get down to is like where every aspect of the shoot is actually kind of like realistic and tied to history. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you. I love the representation part of it. And I've had a lot of people say I used to ride as a child and I don't ride anymore. And you've inspired me to get back on the horse and get back in the saddle. But I think I would not be... Um, I think the other part about representation that's kind of cool too is besides like race and ethnicity and being a woman, it's also age. Like I didn't start writing and I was what, 40? I mean, I, you know, I'm not like some young girl who got on the back of a horse at 13 and started writing. So I think that's another kind of cool thing about my story is that, you know, for anybody who has ever wanted to ride, go for it. Like you don't have to have been, you know, introduced to it at a young age. If you're dedicated to trying it and you have the resources to get out there and do it, you can find a community of really cool people and just try it, you know? So I encourage everybody, regardless of age, to just get out there and try something new. We're never too young to learn new things. And it can be a whole nother level of like exploration and mm -hmm. you know, just doing something new with your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, very sound advice. So what are your writing goals? Like, what do you, if you have, some people just want to ride to just to learn, but do you have any goals? I do. I do. Absolutely. Um, so my boyfriend, Kevin used to play polo. Um, and so he is determined to turn me and our ponies into polo ponies. That's not really my thing. We'll see. I mean, I might get like, pushed into doing it, but I honestly, I've taken polo lessons and I've done like practices. I just don't like to be touched at speed. Like, and I don't know if that's because I haven't been riding for a really long time, but it's like, if I'm cantering, I don't, don't touch me. Like, I don't, I don't want you bumping me. I don't want your horse touching my horse. Like, I just, I don't like to be touched. Yeah. So, but he's like determined. He's like, oh, we are, we're playing polo. I'm like, I don't know about that. I think my personal goal is I actually think jumping is so beautiful and I, that's what I want to do. Now, if I transition that with some style, 
maybe like box hunting, just because you get to jump, you get to run, and you get to look cute while you're doing it. That might be my thing. So <laughs> add a little fashion, a little stock tie with it, some cute breeches. Uh, I think I might be sold on that. <laughs> Until you like have to go like through the water and fall in a ditch and all that stuff. Well, you know what? We do like super adventurous trail rides where they're like hours long and you're crossing creeks. And so that part of it. I think that's kind of another cool thing about the way that I learned how to ride is that although I took like lessons in the arena, we were across the street from a state park. So whereas I think a lot of people have a sort of a fear of riding outside of the arena, I never knew that that was supposed to be a scary thing because I always spent more time outside of the arena than inside the arena. So mm -hmm. the arena was almost like reinforcement and like where my lessons took place, but the world is where I like learn how to ride. So. I, so being out in the forest, even going fast and around trees and things like that, don't scare me at all. Um, Perfect. Yeah, it doesn't scare me at all. That doesn't scare me. So running, and I think even once I learn how to jump, jumping won't be a bad thing either. I just, I just have to know how to do it. Like I need to feel comfortable in someone's arena. <laughs> let me, let me master a jump before you send me out into the wild to jump over something. Yeah. But as long as it's safe, I'm cool with it. Like I, I'm pretty adventurous. Yeah, so that's what me and Caitlin do. Oh, we, really? Yeah, we are trail <laughs> riders extraordinaire. Nice. <laughs> we grew that's up doing this my entire life. Well, you guys have to come. We have to like meet. We finally got a trailer recently. Yeah. And um, so yeah, we'll have to to yeah, meet up. Some parks. I know there's like Raven Rock and um. We ride at Kings Mountain. That's not part there. of that one too. Yeah, but that's in South Carolina. You'll you have, have to come to a trail ride. Trail rides with us. Real good. <laughs> yeah. Since you're in Charlotte, there's this gigantic trail ride in Shelby yes. that has like thousands of people, like a bunch of black people, middle of the woods, riding, dancing, partying, eating. Wow. Like, it's amazing. It's a whole yeah. circuit. Like, actually, there's a trail ride um this weekend. This weekend in Shelby. Yep. In I think it's Shelby. Yeah, in too deep trail ride. Oh, God. Very cool. Well, I'll have to get you all's connections because we're, since COVID, like we moved here in January and we have no friends. Like we don't, we don't know anybody. We don't know anybody. We don't know where to go. We're just sort of like, we ride our horses. We keep our distance. That's yeah, what we've been our doing. annual trail ride would be um, in person. It's at my dad's farm in Wendell, but we're doing virtual um, for this year. So next year, we'll definitely make sure we connect you with the trail ride schedule because y'all have to come out. We typically go from March to November every single weekend. There's a Black Saddle Club and they host a trail ride in North So Carolina. how do you do a virtual trail ride? How does that work? Mm, I'm so glad. <laughs> so um, we are using this online event platform called Hop In. And um, it goes from Friday to Sunday. So that's normally what a trail ride does. So we're going to have like a DJ on Friday and it's going to be playing, you know, trail ride music, dancing music for the most part. Um, just have kind of mix and mingle things. And then um, on Saturday, um, we're going to, we already have sponsors coming in, bringing in prizes and stuff like that. So we're going to encourage people to go out and ride Saturday and okay. send in your screenshots of 
like your your route and we'll have like different prizes for like who rode the longest the route yeah who spent the most time in the saddle who's the best dress that's that i just came up with that uh that's gonna be one of my favorite you can wear your hat i could wear my hat actually your hat can get a second I was, oh, wear a helmet. oh yeah, 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 that's true. Safety first. Maybe you need to like trick out a helmet. You know, I do have an extra one. You're exactly right. I'm gonna do, do something for sure. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll do that and just have different prize, prizes, encouraging people to go ride since we can't all congregate. And then starting at noon, we're gonna have s different sessions. So we have a. Um, a Zumba instructor who's gonna do a Zumba class, 30 minutes, talk to us about the importance of fitness. We are going to have a, um, a veterinarian talking about, you know, general vaccines, colic, Coggins, you know, kind of basic yep. horse husbandry. And then um, we're looking we're an at- an equine dentist. Yeah, yeah, a dentist talking about, cool. um, you know- Loading teeth. Teeth, mm-hmm. Yeah. Then hopefully getting um, someone to talk about homesteading and, you know, mm -hmm. acquiring land and, you know, how, you know, living off the land, building wealth and having property. I mean, that's literally the most valuable thing that people can yeah. have nowadays. And that's so funny because we've recently begun looking at purchasing acres. Yeah. But I'm like, ooh, how much of a farmer do I really want to be? Right. Can this really be my life? Like yeah. I can be like a baby farmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Five> baby <laughs> farmer. <laughs> you know, mama needs some help. I don't know if I can muck stalls all day every day and yeah. you know, have a brood mare who needs help at three AM. Like I just don't know if that's my life just yet. I just right. don't know. Hey, yeah. as long as you know when you are ready for know. that. I don't know. It's like baby stuff. She just need to. <laughs> I start off with just like a little uh, garden <laughs> <laughs> with my horse across the street. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So that that sounds like such a cool event. Yeah. And then on Sunday we're gonna. Oh, well, we'll have a DJ again on Saturday night, and then on. Oh, and then we'll have like different networking rooms so people can hang out and chat and get to know each other, um, and then. Sunday we're gonna have Cowboy Church. We have a um a pastor here that uh his I guess entity is called Riders for Christ. And so he, you know, usually incorporates a horse um and and some kind of lesson surrounding that for Sunday. So I love that. It's gonna be it. We just um we just announced it earlier this week. Um, but tickets will go on sale on Friday. So we'll kind of do our major push then. So Awesome. Well, I would love to participate oh. virtually. Of course. It, it's going to be a blast. I'm super excited about it. <laughs> huh? I said, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So you have given us a look into Equestrian Noir, and I'm so thankful for it. Do you have any advice for maybe women in your demographic, like, you know, let, had a career and looking for a way to, you know, be creative and, and try something new. Any advice for, for people like that? I think the biggest thing 
is being fearless. Mm. You know, I think somehow or another, we get caught into the rut of our lives at times and we make excuses on why we can't do the things that really bring us joy. I mean, hopefully you do have joy in the work that you get paid for. Um, but oftentimes I think that most of us aren't a hundred percent fulfilled by that. And you have to find something outside of work that is like a passion project. And it's whatever it is, whether it's like crocheting or painting or yoga or, you know, cooking or riding horses, like figure out what aspect of that brings you the most joy and just go for it. Like mm -hmm. there's no need to worry about judgment or criticism or, how the world will view you. It's all about how you view yourself and the passion and the joy that it brings you. So that would be my advice is be fearless, go for it, have fun, because you only have one life to live. So now's the time to like grab a hold of the reins and just ride, you know, and do it. Yeah. All horse analogies. <laughs> all 2020. That's the only thing we're using. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I, I love that. I love that. That speaks to me. It speaks to my soul. Uh, but and one of my favorite quotes, I used to have it on the back of my laptop. Um, Be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Fire. Yep. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Follow I, your shirt for your, um, your photo shoot. Yeah. I saw the hat. So does the shirt go with the hat? Oh, you said, oh, it's not there yet. You haven't right, it. I haven't made it yet. Yeah, okay. so uh, so I make I make all of our shirts um, and I make shirts and stuff. So uh, you design. Design. <laughs> design, excuse me. I have to, I just quit my job of six years to pursue this passion project. Oh, awesome. Um, so I have to, I have to get my, I fix my mouth right sometimes because <laughs> I'm so used to saying certain things like my boss and then I don't have a boss. So. Like you are your, boss. you are your own boss. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Caitlin catches me. I'll be like mid sentence and she's like, ah, <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh yeah, you're right. But yeah, I design things, graphic design, shirt design, logo design, all the things. Very cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, let people know where they can find you, where they can get in touch with you if they have any questions or just want to Yeah, please, please check us out on uh, Instagram at equestrian underscore noir, and that's noir with an E on the end. Um, I have to admit, I do have a Facebook, but I need to dive into that a little bit more. I haven't given Facebook as much love as Instagram, so... Um, it's Equestrian Noir is my, our Facebook name. And then um, again, our website is www.equestriannoir.com. And yeah, please uh, send emails, hit me up, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you all. I always love getting um, comments and feedback and advice uh, for future shoots. If you have some ideas, I, I solicit everyone, you know, the hat. <laughs> <laughs> your ideas <laughs> so yeah so that's it so um I so appreciate having um you guys having me on this was really great good of to connect course. with other riders 
so we are starting to do this new thing. It's called the Derby Round. Um, it's where you go really fast and you do the first thing that you think of or you say the first thing that you think of. So we're just going to, it's just like opposite things. All right. So are you ready? Oh, hold on. I don't know. Like, I'm like, am I going to do this properly? It's, it's, I... it's all horse things. You'll do great. You just choose uh... the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Derby Round. All right. English or Western? English. Solid horses or spotted horses? Solid. Bays or grays? I love grays. I do love grays. Yeah, I do love grays. <laughs> Brown tack or black tack? Black. A sponge or a curry brush? Uh, oh, a uh, sponge was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> having a horse shod or having it barefoot? Like shoes or barefoot? Yeah, we do barefoot. Ours are all barefoot. Yeah. A bumper pull trailer or a gooseneck trailer? We have a bumper pull. I need to be able to take my truck to work. And I'm not a, a trailer. Uh, what do you call that? A, what do you call those that you, um, a pickup truck? I'm not a pickup truck girl yet. I haven't gotten there oh, yet. Oh, uh, uh, okay. What do you pull? So. What do you haul with? So we just have our um, Toyota Sequoia, okay. but we, we have a Brenda rod, so it's like super lightweight. Mm -hmm. So it can, I mean, almost a car can pull it. It's super lightweight. That's cool. That's yeah. Cool. All right. A rope halter or a nylon halter? A rope so they can break it. Yeah. <laughs> they need to. What is your favorite piece of barn equipment? Have I used any barn equipment? Um, I don't know. Probably the shovel to poop scoop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not, it's like a rake actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a rake. What is your favorite piece of tack? Um, I love a beautiful bridle. Mm -hmm. I love a beautiful bridle. I love a beautiful like saddle. I admire saddles. Like I think saddles can just be like so gorgeous. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so probably a saddle over a bridle. Okay. And if, or, oh, I skipped one. When was the last time you fell off? Too recent. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I fell off maybe a year ago. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Yeah. It, it sucks. It's, I mean, what pissed me off about it is like, I wasn't like going, I was just walking and the horse spooked. Mm. And I had only been riding at the time for a little over a year. So it was like a cartoon character. So if this is the horse and this is me, he did that. And I literally fell right where we were standing. Like you talk about somebody without a seat. I was like, I just hit the ground. I was like, and it was actually Kevin's horse. And I have not been on his back since. I honestly think that he's crazy and not a very nice horse. So we, I won't ride him again. Yeah, no. And you know. He'll, he'll get an, a carrot on an occasion when I feel generous, but that's it. <laughs> he has done crazy things to me one time too many, so. Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. yeah. All right. And if money was no object, what is the first thing horse-related that you would purchase? Wow, that's a hard one. Uh, a horse farm. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I would buy a property. Yes. Same yeah. Right. <laughs> a beautiful one. Yeah, that will be top top of the list. 
Mm-hmm. Well, all right, that was the derby round. You did great. Yeah, that was easy. I thought it was going to be something complicated. I was like, oh God, am I ready for this? No. no it's just, we like to just kind of get the firing, firing, and see what people's preferences are. But Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Um, we will let you know when our episode goes live. Awesome. Well, it was such a pleasure meeting you ladies and I wish you all the best of luck. Please remain in contact. I would love to know about the virtual rides and like real rides once you guys saddle up and ride yeah. um, together yeah. as a group. Yeah, we'll do. Let me know if you make it to North Carolina. Okay. Charlotte. You guys are in Virginia. Yeah, when you make it back to Charlotte. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> all right. Well, take care. All Thank right. you so Bye. much. Bye-bye. This episode was sponsored by the Black Equestrian Network, a modern-day green book for the Black horse industry. Visit www.blackequestriannetwork.org to learn more on how you can add your business to the network or search for businesses in the network. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrian. Head over to our Facebook or Instagram pages and let us know what you thought about that episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and have the opportunity to be featured in our next episode. See you next week.